I'm Julie Nemitz, former for-profit marketing executive to Fortune 500 brands turned evangelist for marketing excellence and innovation in live theater. This is In the Green Room. It wasn't long ago that I was racking up frequent flyer miles, traveling the country, leading digital media and marketing for some of the world's top brands, and I was exhausted. Worse yet, I felt utterly empty. It was then I had an aha moment. I can take all of that I learned over the last 15 years climbing the corporate ladder in for-profit marketing, making billions for those top brands, mind you, and use it for good to help my true passion, the theater, thrive in this brave new digital world. Fast forward through a pandemic and lessons learned, and you'll see a happy me today leading regional and community theaters to grow with marketing innovations, strategies, and kickin' content. If you're a theater maker feeling overwhelmed by the lightning pace of marketing changes, lack the confidence or resources to implement new marketing tactics, or just want to find support to create a theater that makes an impact in your community, you are in the right place. Now grab some coffee and a cardboard cup, and let's get on with the show. Well, hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining this episode of In the Green Room. You know, the other day I was thinking about every time I go to record a podcast, whether I'm inviting a guest on or whether I'm just sitting in my home studio doing it myself, I keep thinking about Roz on Frasier. You know how she'd like sit behind that long, that giant glass window and whenever something dramatic happened, she'd have to stand up and wave her arms and Frasier would be at the microphone calmly talking to his guests. Well, it seems like every time I go to record, I look out my office door and I see one of my kids waving their hands frantically. Something was spilled, the dog got out, something. It never ceases to amaze me what they can get up to when I'm trying to record this podcast. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here and today's a Marketing Mastery episode. In these episodes, we're going to focus on one topic, one important topic that's happening right now in the world of theater when it comes to programming, producing, and promoting. You know, here at the podcast, we really do focus quite a bit on the promoting of our theater. About three weeks ago, I put a poll on our Facebook page, and I also asked those theater makers that are on my mailing list. Now, if you aren't on my mailing list, if you're not in our private Facebook group, or you don't follow our Facebook page yet, or you don't follow us on Instagram, all of those links are going to be in the show notes. So I want to make sure that you are staying connected to Theater Marketing Lab and to me as more content starts coming out this fall. Okay, back to the quiz. So it was an open-ended quiz, but the most votes at 31% came in for social media content. The second one was for digital strategy at 27%, tied with subscription and membership growth. 
So the votes have it. Those are the three topics we're going to be covering over the course of the next couple of months. When I talk with theater makers and theater marketers, one of the topics that comes up almost every time, I don't have a ton of money to spend on marketing. What can I do? Posting on social media doesn't seem to really work. And the truth is organic social media, which means you post on your theater's Facebook page or inside your Facebook group, uh, posting on your Instagram feed, putting a video up on YouTube without supporting it with any sort of advertising budget is an organic post. There's a way for you to game the system, if you will, a little bit to ensure that as many people see your posts as possible. Okay, confession time. How many of these describe you? Are you still using a pre-pandemic marketing playbook from, oh, 2018? Are you constantly in get it done, figure it out if it worked later mode with your theater's marketing? Are you just checking off deliverables on a list with no strategy? Are you not trying a new marketing tactic because you just don't know how to do it effectively? Maybe you're juggling multiple projects with increasingly urgent deadlines, aren't we all? Is competition for audience members' time and money growing in your community? Are you missing your revenue goals? Well, how'd you do? How many of those describe you? Listen, the biggest accomplishment we theater makers can achieve right now, today, in the fall of 2022, is growing our theater's audiences. And that takes smart marketing strategies and kicking content to promote our productions and sell that house out. And because of all these challenges and more that I just listed, well, that's why the Theater Marketing Lab exists. We welcomed in over 70 founding subscribers to the lab in August, and you can join them. The lab is a self-serve library platform where you can access hours of video training, uh, workbooks, guides, and audio content. Even this podcast is there for you to listen to. And here's maybe the best benefit. You get discounts on all upcoming workshops, masterclasses, even your first consultation with me. Shh, now don't tell my business advisor about that one. Um, I hope she's not listening. <laughs> anyway, stay up to date on the necessary marketing skills that keep your theaters moving forward. I say it all the time, right? Nothing changes faster than marketing best practices. Inside the lab, you can go at your own pace. You can use what you need. You can cancel any time. New content is added regularly because you never know what's going to happen in marketing that you need to know and you need to change and need to fix. So head on over to julienemitz.com to learn more and subscribe. I'll see you in the lab. Now, Jay Abraham and Rich Sheffrin talk about this in Strategic Profits. They say, in order for your content to show up organically in the newsfeed of your ideal customer, which would be the people that you really, really, really want to come see your production, you need to have three pieces in place. Number one, you need to post content. And that doesn't mean you post content for the three days leading up to opening night. The thing about social media is that you constantly have to feed the monster. 
putting out content regularly is more important than the amount of content you do. So I always tell my clients, let's back up six steps. Let's look at the content you think that you can reasonably create for this production. And then from there, we take the amount of content that we think we're able to build and we spread it out a little bit more. And believe me, I have a lot of clients that say to me, all right, Julie, just tell me, tell me how many posts to make. And I wish it were that easy. What I can tell you is like I said before, posting just the few days before opening night does not work. You need to have a much longer runway back several weeks because you need time for consideration. That's the time in your campaign's life cycle where people are being introduced to this show. They're being introduced to the people. They're being introduced to what you want them to do next. Now, if you're a DIY marketer at your theater, which means you're doing everything in-house, then I wanna make sure that you, one, are using your creator studio and you're using your business suite on Meta, which allows you so many advantages when it comes to posting on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook has started recommending the best times for your specific theater to post. It looks at all the people that follow your page, the people that like and are interested in the topic that you have to offer, which is theater, and it helps you determine the right time to post. This is really important because a lot of times we get stuck and we get caught up in a lot of the surveys and reports that are out of, this is the best time to post, this is the best time to post. Well, it's so great now that Facebook can help us by allowing us to test when they think that it's the best time for us to post. So I encourage you to go in and check out that functionality inside of Creator Studio and try it out. See how you do. And if you follow the recommendations of Facebook when you're posting on Instagram and Facebook, make sure that you're there and you're ready when it posts to be ready for the comments and to interact with who's uh, connecting with your content. So number two in uh, Abraham and Sheffron's Strategic Profits is your client needs to be on the platform and you need to actually interact with them in the form of comments, likes, and messages. Now, if you're a theater that has an agency, it's important for you to know when they post. (laughs) I have a great client who will remain anonymous, who has an agency manage most of their social media. And I asked, I said, okay, well, so where do you keep your schedule of when things are going out? And they said, oh, I I don't know, It's, it's somewhere. And I realized that they weren't doing the critical action of engaging when things post. Now remember, Facebook is looking for that magical 13 minutes after you post something to see if it gains traction. That's such an important time for people to see, comment, like, react to the post. And if you're not there to help incite conversation or support the people that are commenting or liking your posts, then you're missing a huge opportunity. Make sure that you know what your agency is doing and when they're posting so that you can be there or someone on your team can be there to help support the success of your social media. And that's the secret that the 
platforms want you to understand. It's not about posting and moving on. It is about posting on social media and then be prepared to interact with them by starting conversations in the comments or responding to conversations in the comments. Now let's actually go back to the first part of number two, and that is that your ideal audience member needs to be on the platform. You need to really think about who is your audience member and what platform are they most likely to be on. An important question for you to be able to answer for every production, because remember, not every production has the exact same audience. You need to pull in your subscribers. You need to either know that they're going to come see this particular production or they're not. You need to put them aside and you need to say to yourself, what is the audience that I know is most likely to come to this production? Now, for the folks that are in the theater marketing lab, inside of the lab is a workbook called Go-To-Market Strategy, colon, Your Audience. And in this workbook, you can go ahead and answer four or five questions that help you better determine who that audience member is and where they're most likely to be. So lab members, go ahead and go and check that out. Number three on Abraham and Sheffron's strategic profits is, is the platform needs to get what it wants from you, right? You need to be creating content that keeps people on the platform longer, either in watching, reading, or commenting and messaging. You want to figure out what your audience responds to, right? And we call this the social triangle. Picture in your mind three interconnected circles. At the very top circle is you and your theater. To the right is your ideal audience member, and the circle to your left is the social media platform. Right in the center of those three interconnected circles is the social triangle. What is that sweet spot between those three critical points that you find brings your customers to action and makes them purchase tickets to your production? At the same time, we have to be mindful about how drastically the purchase process has changed for arts organizations. I know the majority of you have experienced light sales the several weeks leading up into opening weekend. That's why organic social media is so important to those early weeks, because once you hit that 10 days before opening night, that's when your paid media really needs to kick in. And I know, I know, there are so many board members and other people in your ear saying, advertise early, advertise early, why aren't we advertising? You have to stop. (laughs) And remember that we are all coming out of and still experiencing the after effects of the COVID pandemic pause. And so we have to remember that people are making decisions very late in the game. And so we don't have a million dollars to spend on every show. We need to use our money wisely and use our paid media for that key time that week before we open when consideration is at its highest. Those weeks before 
That's when we use this organic strategy to maximize the opportunities that we have to fill our houses. Those audience members that are on the fence, they may be, one, don't know enough about the show to make a decision, or two, are on the fence about whether or not they have time to go see the show. And this one's super important right now where we are. Do I have the money to spend on this type of extracurricular activity? And if I do have the money, is this where I want to spend it? Consistent content can help them make these decisions and it needs to be spread out. So let's say you look at your calendar, you look at the time you have available, you look at the team you have in place and you say to yourself, I can reasonably make 35 pieces of content to support the run of this entire production. From there, that's when you map out what that looks like and when you post. Because again, it's more important for you to be posting content than it is to only post a few days before opening weekend. So there you have it. Today's Marketing Mastery was really about setting yourself up for success when it comes to your organic social media strategy. Let's recap. Number one, you need to post content. (laughs) You need to post because otherwise the algorithms inside of social media will think that you don't want to succeed. Number two, your ideal audience member needs to be on the platform, right? And you need to actually interact with them when they are. And number three, the platform needs to get what it wants from you, which means really good content on the platform that's staying there for longer and that the customers are spending more time with. They're either watching longer, they're reading longer, or they're commenting and messaging. So remember, block that time into your calendar. When you post, hang out on the platform for a little while. Check out and see who's commenting, who's liking. Those are your core customers. Well, I hope this refresher on organic social media was helpful to you, especially as we're all diving in right now and getting ready to open our fall seasons. And next week on Marketing Mastery, we will definitely continue to dive into social media, talking a little bit more about what's important to know right now. Until next week, take care, everybody. And remember, let's all work to keep theater moving forward together. Take care.